Hello, welcome to Seth's Inspiration Podcast, hosted by Sebastian Apia. We bring to you God-inspired teachings and insights that will transform your way of thinking and inspire you for greatness. And now, today's inspiration. Second Chronicles chapter 24 and the verse number 13. Second Chronicles 24 verse number 13. I'm reading. So those doing the work labored and the restoration for the work made progress under their hand. And they restored the house of God to its position and strengthened it. I'm taking it again. Second Chronicles 24 verse number 13. So those doing the work labored and the restoration for the work made progress under their hand and they restored the house of God to its position and strengthened it. Uh, I want to speak to you on the subjects you can progress you can progress you can progress i want to empower you that you can progress in all that you want to do in all that you aspire to do you can progress Uh, sometimes we encounter people and they feel that they can't progress let's pray father in jesus name bless this word and cause this word to bless your people in the matchless name of jesus amen so this scripture reveals how a group of people were anointed with the grace and with the power of god to make progress the truth of the matter is that there are some people when they touch things they destroy things i've encountered people that whenever you give them an assignment to do they destroy that assignment there are some people when you entrust assets to them those assets become liabilities there are some people when you put them in charge of significant projects by the time you realize those projects subscribe itself to destruction because those people who were put in charge over those projects were not blessed their hands were not anointed enough to make the things giving them progress However, in 2 Chronicles 24, 13, he said that for those who were doing the work, the people that the work was given to them, the people that the building of the temple was entrusted to them, as they decided that they were going to work on the assignments given them, they progressed in the assignments given them. Ladies and gentlemen, when we analyze this scripture carefully, realize that it's also those doing the work labored. Meaning that before you can progress, you need to labor. Before you can progress in the work that you are doing, you must decide to labor. We are living in a generation that people do not want to labor, but they want to progress. Uh, people want to eat from gardens they never planted. People want to reap from investments they 
never invested. Uh, people want to live in houses they never built. Uh, people want to drink from waters they never cared for. People want to marry women they never paid for. We are finding ourselves in a generation where people want things on a silver platter. But in this scripture, he said that for those doing the work, they labored. They were consistent in the work. They were diligent in the work. They decided that until this work has been fulfilled, I'm not going to stop working. They decided that I'm going to make sure that this assignment given to me, I'm going to work on it effortlessly and tirelessly. They decided to labor with the work, with the assignments given them. The workforce decided to work with the assignments given them. And because they did that, the Bible said that the work that they were doing, the assignment given them was progressive. It progressed in their hands. I'm telling you that you can progress and you will progress. However, there is something that you need to do. There is an instruction attached to it. There is a requirement attached to it. There is something you need to do to call for progress into your life. If you want to progress, then you need to labor. You need to decide that you are going to be a worker. You are going to be a worker. You are going to subscribe to good works. He said that for let your light so shine before men that they may see your good deeds. Unless, un, until you, 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 you perform well, until you subscribe to good deeds, until you become a performer of good works, progress cannot follow you. You will not progress simply because you are a child of God. You will not progress simply because you are a Christian. You will progress because you have abound in the principles of God concerning hard work, concerning laboring. The people labored. The people worked hard with their hands and they progressed. So if you want to progress, then you must decide that you are going to work hard with your hands you are going to work smart with your mind two things going hand in hand the work of the hands and the work of the mind the work of the mind is smart work the work of the hands are hard work you work hard with your hands and you work hard with your mind you work smart with your mind um ezra chapter 5 verse number 8 Ezra chapter 5 verse number 8. I'm reading. Really said, Be it known to the king that we went to the province of Judah, to the house of the great God. It is being built with huge stones and timber is laid in the walls. This work goes on diligently and prospers in their hands. He said, This work, it goes on diligently and prospers in their hands. So that means that there is something that they are doing. And because of what they are doing, there is prosperity. Because of what they are doing, there is progress. So progress is attracted by the diligence we attach to the assignment and to the work given us. When God gives you a vision, that vision will not progress until you become diligent with that vision. By working the vision with your hands, with your mind. 
taking baby steps towards that vision God has given you. If God has called you into ministry, you need to go out there and start winning souls. You need to go out there and start inviting people to your church. If God has called you for the ministry, you need to be diligent with it. Your ministry will not progress simply because you are called. Your ministry will progress because you work for the ministry. Your job will not progress simply because you have a position. Positions don't bring progress. It is work that brings progress. So he said, they labored and the work progressed in their hands. Uh, I want to show you something I call the protocols of progress. The protocols of progress. Uh, In the book of Genesis, chapter number 39, verse number 2. Turn your Bible there. Genesis 39, verse number 2. I'm reading. He said, The Lord was with Joseph, and he became a successful man, and he was in the house of his Egyptian master. He said, For the Lord was with Joseph, and he became a man of success, and he was in the house of Potiphar. So the Bible said that for God was with Joseph, and he became a man of success. So, the, the, the first protocol of progress is the participation of God in your life. When God comes to you, when God fellowships with you, when the presence of God broods over you, it makes you a man of success. So whenever you are working, don't just work blindly. Don't just work with your strategies. Don't just work with your strength. Work with the participation of God. Meaning that you need to invite God into the work you are doing. You need to invite God in the job you have the job you've been given. You need to invite God in the vision you are building, in the ministry you are building, in that dream of yours, in that aspiration of God, in that aspiration of yours. You need to involve God in it. You need to tell God that God, this is my vision and I need you on it. God, this is my vision and I need you to come to it. God, this is my vision and I need you to help me to work it, Lord. Help me for this vision help me for this assignment given me because i want to progress in it number two commitment and zeal he said that for the men were committed the men were diligent commitment and zeal if you will stay committed to the work that the lord has given you if you will stay committed if you'll be passionate about the work you are doing you can progress so if you want to progress the second protocol of progress the second key to progress is commitment and zeal. You see, zeal, commitment, and passion, it rewards people a lot. It is a reward. It's going to reward your effort. Progress is the reward of committed efforts. Progress. Progress is the reward of committed effort or committed input. When people live a committed life towards their work, towards the assignment and the vision given to them, they will progress in it. And then number three, spiritual impartation and anointing. Spiritual impartation and anointing. There is an anointing of God that can come upon you that will cause you to progress. In the book of Psalm 90 verse 17, it says, May the Lord bless the work of your, your hands. Uh, let, let's, let's go there. Let's go there. Psalm 90 verse 17. Psalm 90 verse 17 quickly. I think that will be our last scripture. Then um, we, 
we we are out of here psalm 90 verse 17 i'm reading i'm reading from the english standard version it said let the favor of the let the favor of the lord our god be upon us and establish the work of our hands oh my goodness he said, for let the favor of the Lord, that is a grace. Favor is grace. Favor comes from grace. So simply, let the grace of the Lord our God be upon us and establish the work of our hands. So the grace of God can establish the works of your hands for progress. So the, the last thing that you need, apart from your efforts, your commitment, and inviting God in all that you do, you also need to tap into God's grace for the work you are doing. So when you start your day or you are working, you say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I receive grace for the work I'm doing. Personally, I do that a lot. Whenever I wake up and I'm going to work, I say, Father, in Jesus' name, I receive grace for the work I'm doing. I receive grace to progress in this work I'm doing. I command the work that I'm doing to be fruitful. I command the work that I'm doing to progress. I do that all the time because I want to progress. So you need to attract the grace of God towards the work you are doing. Do you understand? When you do that, you are never going to be a failure. You are not going to fail in that industry. You are not going to fail in that business. You're not going to fail your job. You're not going to fail your boss. You're not going to fail your dream because you have invited grace over the work that you are doing. Hallelujah. The word of God said, for I am what I am because of the grace of God. Even so, I labor. He said, for I am not sufficient in myself. It is the grace of God that has brought me this far. The grace of God. Unto him who is able to work exceedingly and abundantly. God is able to do great for us. God is able to do mighty things for us. According to the power of his grace that is within us. So if you want to progress, you need grace. Grace can take you places where your great never took you. Yeah, I may not have the great, but I have grace. Thank God for grace. Yeah, I may not have the great, but I have the grace. There is a grace of God upon me. There is a grace of God that is going to elevate me. There is a grace of God that is going to empower me for greatness. So you need to be able to invite God's grace. How do you invite grace? We pray for grace. How do you invite grace? Obedience. You you walk in obedience to attract the grace of God for your life. How do you attract grace in your life? Through your tithe. You are diligent with your tithe. You are diligent with your offerings. With the seeds that you send to God. With your investment in the house of God. In the things of God. What are you doing? You are inviting grace upon your life. When you go for programs, you are inviting grace. You are tapping into grace. When you listen to messages, sermons, attend workshops, spiritual workshops, prophetic meetings and programs, what are you doing? You are inviting a certain grace that you need for the progress of that vision that God has given you. So as you start your day, I want to empower you and inspire you that you will progress and everything that touches your hands they are going to progress 
you are not going to destroy the things God has given you, but you are rather going to grow them. You are rather going to be inspired for greatness and you are going to achieve great things, greater works in Jesus' mighty name. So Father, we pray and we thank you for such a a word of inspiration that is able to build up our spirit and give us an inheritance. We honor you and we glorify you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to today's inspiration with Sebastian. I believe you are inspired. This podcast was brought to you by friends and partners of Seb's Inspiration. Connect with Seb's Inspiration on all social media platforms on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We hope to have you tune into our channel next time. Live to inspire others.